This is a podcast from Rover. G'day New Zealand, how we doing? This is Rex today. Coming up for you in just a moment, Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor. He's done flyovers, walkabouts, etc. in the carnage in the North Island following Cyclone Gabriel. We will catch up with him. When will the relief funds become available and who can access them and how? We'll also be catching up with Amy Castleton from NZX. GDT overnight prices down 1.5% on the global dairy trade auction. And then we're going to be catching up with Ryan Cosgrove, who is the Chief Executive of Startup Fusca, they have joined with Wool Impact to get going a new strong wool indicator. We will find out a little bit more about that later on in the program. That's all coming up between now and 12.30 here on Rex today. Alright, but first up on the program today, let's go to the Minister of Agriculture, Damien O'Connor. Uh, Damien, how are you? I'm good, uh, yes. A little bit saddened and shocked by um, travelling around the country and just seeing what the weather and these events can do to us. Yeah, I can imagine now you've done flyovers, you've done walk-arounds, etc. Tell us what you've seen on the ground, some of the stories you've heard and uh, some of the reactions from the people that you've spoken to. Look, I visited Northland, uh, west of Whangarei and, and talked with growers and, and farmers out there. And they'd, you know, they'd, they'd been hit, um, but the water was receding. Um, they were kind of looking to how they face the, the next season. Um, went down to Pukekohe and again they'd been hit. Um, but what all those people said there is that they had uh, full support and sympathy for what had happened in the Hawke's Bay. And when I visited the following day, um, it was shocking. It was worse on the ground and worse in the air than even the images on their own uh, portray. Um, where the, the force of the water coming down just to totally obliterate some of those orchards and all the infrastructure and the houses and, and pack houses, um, you know, was, was a, I guess, a reminder of the force of nature and the fact that we utilised very astutely uh, the floodplains of our country to produce food and wealth, um, but we're always exposed to um, floods and water events, and there are a few more of them happening now, unfortunately. Yeah, and the severity as well seems to be, well, some um, of the people whose business it is to study and know these things, uh, Damien, have said that uh, while they may not be as frequent, uh, the severity of such events is likely to be on the scale or there or thereabouts in years to come, which um, I guess then, look, we have to look at the infrastructure question, don't we? And, uh, you know, what do we do in terms of uh, the the mindset around rebuilding and restructuring and making sure that uh, these things are able to be mitigated more successfully in the future? Well, it is, and, uh, you know, there are flood, flood banks in just about all the areas that I've visited, but and they've been built sometimes well over a century old, and they've been upgraded, and we thought we'd been doing a reasonable job. Some of them could have been maintained better, perhaps. Um, but actually, you know, we just we certainly haven't been able to estimate the, the scale, the size, and the force of some of these events that we're, we're currently facing. So what you can do is, of course, provide money and uh, relief uh, in the terms of aid and things like that. Uh, $25 million, uh, for farmers and growers initially. Um, look, we put $4 million out last weekend for organisations that needed to to um, uh, do things quickly. Uh, there was... Uh, we, we, there was payment went to set up the RSC Centre in Hawke's Bay um, and there'll be a few other things that can be funded there the 25 is going straight to growers and to um, farmers uh, some of them won't have any cash or cash flow we'll have bigger overdrafts 
this money hopefully will help them in cooperation with the banks um, just pay for the stuff that, that can get them underway uh, towards a recovery. Uh, it's in no way going to cover all the costs um, and the full extent is yet to be calculated but it does enable them to get started. Yeah, I've been talking to people whose initial assessments of their farms have been in the region of anywhere from about 100k up to half a million and and in some cases even more than that uh, because when you look at the silt damage, uh, just, you know, the silt build-up and what that has caused and the effort that's going to be required to remove that and then rebuild from there. And So it's not only a money thing as well. We're talking time here and, well, time is money. Look, it is, and uh, quite complex. You know, I, I've been used to um, floods over our you know, home family farm, um, and you have to keep regrassing, level it out. But actually, if you've if you've flattened and covered a whole lot of infrastructure, wire and everything, it's far more complex to tidy that up and turn it back into usable farm or orchard land. So uh, a lot of these things uh, uh, haven't been worked out. Um, but this money that we put out um, hopefully will, will provide the resources or in part to work on those plans. How do people access um, government assistance in this case? Uh, look, there'll be a website and, uh, you know, and, and we've got MPI people on the ground now who can help um, get through to it. That will be set up, if not this morning, this afternoon. So we're trying to do it as quickly as we can and we'll make sure um, that the system, um, there'll, there'll be a few requirements, of course, over 51% of the income has to come from the property um, and to make sure that, you know, lifestyle blocks where people have other income are not supported through this program at this stage. Um, and and then a few other things. Obviously, it can be checked off against local people who know that yeah, this is this is okay, this is legit. There will be an audit and a roundup at the end of the day, but this is a high trust model, getting money out the door as quick as we can. Mm, yeah, uh, the estimations, I suppose, there's no way to know the uh, the extent of the damage just yet. I mean, I have uh, heard some figures bandied around about the uh, the stock loss, um, the, the the tally there, but I guess it's. There's no way of really knowing um, the exact amounts of these sorts of things now, is there? No, there isn't. It's impossible. And, uh, you know, lots of guesstimates and figures out there. In the end, you know, if it's a farm in the back blocks, they just want to know that there's water for the stock. Uh, they can contain them, um, you know, so it might be electric fence, solar electric fence units until the power's back on. Or, um, look, there'll be a whole range of things that need to be paid for, new um, uh, pipe for, you know, stock water, um, we're doing our little bit. Um, as I say, the community have been amazing and they've stepped up. Time for the insurance companies and the banks to do the same. Now, the accessing, you did touch on this, but the accessing of the support package, uh, I think there was an RNZ report yesterday that said maybe uh, by the end of yesterday people might know how to access it. You're saying more likely today, this afternoon? Yeah, I said that we, tri- we and we did. We got out um, yesterday the basics of the package, um, and we, there was, you know, it's a hard job, you know, making sure that we set the system up that we don't have unrealistic expectations. We said in the press release that it would be uh, this afternoon. I'm pushing to try and get it this morning, but it is important that uh, you know what we say is what we do because people don't have time to muck around uh, when they're already under stress. And finally, and I thank you for your time. Um, the human toll here, uh, we can talk about damage to property and lost stock and all these sorts of things. The human toll, and no doubt you've been immersed in that in the last few days. Your impressions, reactions to that? 
Well, you know, our sympathy to the families of those 11 people who have lost their lives, but there are a lot of people who have been through some pretty traumatic experiences and, uh, you know, almost or been in life-threatening situations, uh, the floodwaters around them and the darkness. Um, it's a terrifying thought. Um, so there'll be a lot of support um, required and provided, um, but helping one another across the fence as neighbours, as friends, as family, find out that that's the best way to start because... Um, you know, the, the, the professional services will be there eventually, but, you know, probably that, that, that support is needed now. Damien O'Connor, nice to talk to you. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Sure. Thanks, Tom.